Alright, so, welcome to our podcast. We still have not named it yet because we are very uncreative. So, if you have any ideas, please let us know. That's not true. Tommy had a good idea. Batman Forever Forever (laughs) Podcast. The BFF Podcast. So cute. And Tommy, I love that. It's going to be hard to search up. (laughs) And Tommy's like a Batman Forever virgin. Like, Jared and I have talked about this movie over and over. We quote it constantly at work. And Tommy's like, what's this Most underrated Batman movie. Yes. And uh, yeah, we finally showed Tommy, and it was our first movie we ever watched yeah. with, all, with each other, all of us. It was, it was a treasured moment. I will always remember that time. You guys took my Batman Forever Virginia. We popped that cherry. Okay, so. <laughs> I have to say it felt right. <laughs> it was, it was, I wouldn't have had it any other way. That yeah. was great. So what we plan to do on this uh, podcast <laughs> is just talk all things movies, pretty much. Just things in our favorite movies why they're our favorite movies movies that irritate us um and so we figured with it being christmas coming up why not talk about our favorite holiday movies not just ones from recent years but in general just our favorite holiday movies ones we just consider tradition it's not right to go a season without watching oh yeah we probably <laughs> should introduce ourselves we're new at this so i'm jaren this is hi <laughs> I'm, nick. I'm nick Nicholas. This is special guest star. I guess I'm the guest star. I'm Erica. I'm Jaren's wife. And now that girl's my wife. Yeah. (laughs) It's so hot. Okay, and And you are. This is Tommy, the Batman Forever Virgin. Yep. He's he's as good looking as he sounds. Not anymore. He's he's better looking than he sounds. (laughs) And so yeah, so basically that's what we want to do here is just talk all things movies because we figured we. That's all we do in our free time at work is talk about movies anyway. So why not just kind of jot it down, record it, and kind of share our thoughts with people. So yeah, so just today we decided to kind of start off maybe talking about our favorite holiday movies. And uh, Tommy, why don't you start? What's, what, what makes Christmas just come together what after you watch Christmas? it? Like what, you know, what movie is just the one that stands out where it's not Christmas if you don't watch it? Let me paint a picture, Tommy. You're making <laughs> gingerbread cookies and the house smells like a Christmas tree and... You got your little jammies on, and yeah, you know, hot, hot cocoa in your, hand. Your little Lightning McQueen pajamas. <laughs> you're you're in your twelfth cup of hot guys. cocoa. I hate to break it to you, but we never watched Christmas movies growing up. What? I know. Can you believe that? It was Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars is what? the Christmas movie. Was it the movie. holiday special? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we just watched Star Wars. Right. Yeah, we just watched Star Wars movies. Now that like the new ones are coming out, we'll, we're watching those. But like. My dad, growing up, he was the one who controlled the TV. It was Star Trek the rest of the As year, and then Star Wars for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. At least your dad likes Star Wars. I mean, you guys still yeah. had that tradition. I mean, you yeah. still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely a tra- tradition, but as far, far as, like, Home so, Alone or stuff, I didn't... Have you even seen Home Alone? That. I have. Seen okay, that, I was yeah. going to say, we are. if you hadn't, we are shutting off this What's podcast. What's your favorite Christmassy movie? Christmassy movie? You know, I always liked the Spongebob Holloways. <laughs> <laughs> Never even seen that. Me what? neither. Yeah. Did you guys have parents that didn't let you watch those? No, I was not to watch I, was, I just I watched was, good stuff. I was, oh my gosh. <laughs> See, I was allowed to watch Spongebob. I just didn't have cable growing up. So. And every time we turned it on, my mom would be like, turn it off right now. This is so obnoxious. <laughs> so when we could sneak the TV, we'd watch Spongebob. It's, but I've never seen that one. See, oh like gosh. I... I was allowed to watch Spongebob when we could, but the only way we could watch them since we didn't have cable TV was by collecting the tapes, yes, tapes, at 
video stores and so like there's like six or seven episodes that i have like down to a t of memorized but then others where i'm like i have never even heard of that one <laughs> you guys seem cool and all but you're definitely a disgrace excuse me <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just the the age difference these guys all yeah. have like five yeah. years on so tommy, I've, seen, I've seen spongebob gosh tommy's the old. baby of the group nick and i are the same age and then tommy's just a youngster gosh. so you guys still in my space no, is, I guess I guess trapped? I'm the middle child of the podcast group. It's true. She's yeah. kind of the buffer in between the bridge that connects the two. Oh man, just so important. Erica is the key to all this. Oh my gosh, no pressure or anything. <laughs> right? Special guest every episode. Oh my gosh, maybe I'll just <laughs> be in every be, episode. She's not going to be a regular, but she's going to be a special guest every episode. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. we figured Definitely. it out. I have to be like have a special name on the credits like Erica special guest. Yeah, you guys are getting every credits. single time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just me. Yeah. Nobody else needs credits. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so uh, so SpongeBob. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You guys I'm... are shaming me, and I think I'm gonna leave. I'm not <laughs> shaming you. I'm not SpongeBob shaming was, you. Um, I love SpongeBob. Girl. I'm not one episode. I, didn't. I like SpongeBob, SpongeBob perfectly fine. Tommy. Well, it makes sense. Tommy's <laughs> not your background, but what you like is animation. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm a big guy for animation. I've always loved it. Dude, I miss traditional 2D animation. I feel like it's. I'm so sad most of it's gone away. I know, and SpongeBob really is such a joke. Like you, I see why you guys look at it that way. But like, if Dude, you really I break down, it's funny. We just, no, like, I love we it. We just said we, we just point out that you guys are all bad people. Sharon and I are always and like, all right, so. Some, some chicken, a pizza. Some roast beef, some chicken, a pizza. <laughs> I always say, what am I? Uh, stupid? No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> I know Spongebob. Well, no, well, it's Tommy. a very dumb comedy, but like the animation, the way they animate it's it and funny. like the character design, the way what they do with it is the coolest thing ever. I'm always trying to learn Well, if you're it. such an animation guy, what's your favorite animated movie? Favorite There's a animated movie? If you don't really love Christmas movies, oh then what's gosh. your favorite animated movie? Guys, I gotta come prepared like this. Is this 3D or 2D? Are we talking <laughs> just animated. in general? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Just in, I didn't, I, yeah, just I didn't think general. that was the thing. Oh <laughs> Where you could specify 2D or 3D. Wait, 2D or 3D. Say your favorite what, 2D what and then your favorite 3D. 2D. 2D and 3D? Sure. 3D? I love Pete Docter. He's the director at Pixar, so probably uh, Inside Out. That's a good one. Yeah. That is a good movie. That is so good. 2D. That such a, is such an adult Pixar edgy movies. movie, Tommy. Yeah. So dark. I like the bad boy <laughs> movies. I don't know about 2D. I'll get I'll get back to you. Enough about you me better. though. We're, it's it's going to be Christmas eating in the back of our brains the whole time. Yeah. Well, Teaser. Tommy, maybe one End day we'll find episode. movies you like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything. <laughs> now let's move this over. Wait, he's Too not much about millennial. Me. We are. He, you're, yeah. No, I'm Gen Z. Yeah. Golly. I guess I Oh, want well, me to go next? Oh, sure. Nicky boy, favorite Nikki baby. Uh, Christmas movie, holiday movie. Yep. I just watched Santa Claus. Oh, we just watched that the other day. Oh, I love Santa Does Claus. Does this look like a little weight to you? <laughs> <laughs> I love my favorite, and it's like not even a gag. I think they meant for like people to get much cheer for. But when they first, he first burns the turkey, and they go to the the Asian oh, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he looks over at the other dad at the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? Burn, burn. You do, you, you too, huh? Or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, bandages. <laughs> <laughs> he does, the look that the other dad mm-hmm. gives him. Can you believe this? Yeah, no lines, but the look just said it all. <laughs> so perfect. Um, I'm in big trouble. That that, that, that it was just that's so nostalgic. I think that one. I think that one or uh, um, what's that other Tim Allen movie? He just makes a good Christmas movie. The Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks. I watched that last night. 
<laughs> Sorry, I meant said that word, Jaren. Just kidding. I have I haven't seen that movie, but mm-hmm. I've seen videos on that movie. What's wrong and with that? I don't know. Just this. I don't know. Like the clips I've seen, I'm like, we're just judging you. Movie, but uh, so this is what it felt like, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tim well, Allen just yeah. makes a good Christmas movie, guys. All the I... ending is perfect. I mean, they're both great. They're so happy. I think that's the thing with Christmas movies; they all end happy. Yeah. So, which I'm not a, you know, that's fine. Home Alone is fine. I'm not a big fan of Macaulay Culkin. His voice drives me crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Buzz, just... your girlfriend, what? <laughs> Dude, Home Alone's one of my favorites easily. I, I yeah. watched that all the time as a kid, and I actually watched two probably more as a mm-hmm. kid, and that's one of those where the first one's definitely the better movie. Like As far as like originality, screenplay, everything, the first one's just a better movie. Mm-hmm. But I actually kind of find the second one a little more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, especially the brick scene. When, brick <laughs> when he just keeps throwing bricks at him and keeps taunting him and he keeps moving <laughs> out of the way. And the one the one crook gets hit in the face with the bricks like a million times in a row. <laughs> or when he sticks his head in the toilet with kerosene. Oh, yeah. It's just like classic. It's classic. I can't, I can't even think of anything of the second one. Is that the one with Trump? Yeah, he has a quick cameo in the New York Plaza Hotel. Okay. Yeah, um, I, it's it's basically the same plot as the first one, but okay. in New York. <laughs> and is that what it's called? It's called Lost. This in is New the York. this is just like the first one, but in New York. It might as well because <laughs> even the makers of the movie admitted, like, yeah, we just made the same movie over again, but just in New York. Cash grab. Pretty much. Like they actually they actually like shamelessly admit, like, yeah, we just did it because the first one was popular. So, we so did Jared, it again. is that your top Christmas movies, Home Alone? Uh, Home Alone's really high up there. I would either say that or I really like It's a Wonderful Life. That one kind of feels like if I don't watch that, that it good, feels yeah. kind of wrong. I've never seen it. Um, Nick. Get out of here. Never seen it. Is that, is that one sad? Sounds sad. Um, it's not. It's not so much sad in the end, but uh, there are moments of it where you really feel the weight of it, where you really feel like... Elf made me sad. <laughs> Michael, this <laughs> Actually, let me throw that on the list. I watch it? one Christmas movie here. Every year, as Elf. Yeah, I love Elf. Elf, Elf is great. One. Good old Will Ferrell. your favorite color? There's no way they knew that that would be as classic as it No, was. I think they were just yeah. looking to make just a simple family, like, holiday comedy, and then it blew up to be, like, this iconic, mm-hmm. like... And it's not even... It, it doesn't even feel like Will Ferrell. It doesn't even no. feel like that's him in that, mo- in that role. Because no, that's just, opposite of every single other rule. Yeah, pretty ever. much. <laughs> no, uh, and this one's always been up for debate whether it's a Christmas movie or not. I consider it a Christmas movie. Die Hard is really high up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes place at Christmas time. He goes to a Christmas party. Come on, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's one of my favorites. Um, also a huge fan of Christmas Vacation. That movie oh, is yeah. hilarious. Oh, classic. <laughs> I hate Christmas Story. What do you guys think Christmas Story? I here's the thing about it i you'll shoot your eye out yeah i i really do genuinely enjoy the movie but i have seen it way too many times because um the first time i ever saw it actually was in junior high my drama teacher was kind of not there most of the time like he was there in the classroom but he would just sit back in his computer and just put on movies all the time he would never actually teach us anything he would never actually like this is a problem no (laughs) and so he would just put on movies and half the time he would put on the same movie and not remember he already showed us so he would just put it on and stay back there and so that year we probably watched christmas story like three times and then i had that same teacher in ninth grade and he did the same thing so we watched it again in ninth grade in his class a couple times 
and then since then i've had a few people watch it with me again so i it, i've kind of seen it a little too many times for my taste but mm. I, I do think it's a good movie i'm just tired of it yeah. every time i try to rewatch it because tbs on christmas it does the 24 hours of it right yeah i always catch it at the same spot so i'm like <laughs> oh, i'll just wait for it to come back on and then i somehow the time it works out i just catch it at the same spot every gosh darn time <laughs> you can never watch right. the whole thing yeah no like the first few times i watched it i loved it mm -hmm. and i will still admit it's a good movie I will still admit it's great, but I just I don't have the desire to watch it again for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like I've had my fill for a while. Um, I get that. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I didn't like the whole his eye getting shot with a BB, so I didn't and like he it. For claims that. it's an icicle on the roof that fell. <laughs> that, yeah, is that it too? just grosses me out. I'm not <laughs> Tom, Tommy, so Tommy, if he, we, you're gonna learn this about Tommy maybe on this podcast more, is he does not deal with yeah. violence in movies. He I'm has no stomach for it. violence. You probably guessed all. that with I, I don't your favorite violence. genre's animation. I just, I just don't want cracking bones and meat getting cut. Slit yeah, throats. We, uh, so I'm a big Tommy baby had about never, it. Tommy had never seen Scream, so we made him watch it one night after work, and the whole time just, oh my gosh, oh! Like, he cannot deal with it people was horrible. I don't know if he actually watched it. He's underneath the blanket the whole no, time. Yeah. <laughs> he can't deal with people getting stabbed or yeah. throat nope, slit. It's disgusting. I don't feel like I'm that wrong to say it, though. I feel like it's a very human thing to not like to see a guy's head get smashed. Or yeah. Like a pumpkin. Yeah. Well, what movie was that? That was, that was Halloween, 2018. Halloween 2018. Do you think you just, you're not able to suspend anything where you just like, you can't The tell? suspension of disbelief is not there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I get it, real sucked. It in just, it just, you're in it, you know? Yeah. I'm just, in it. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm able to easily draw out. I'm just like, yeah, right. that was a prop. Yeah. I've never, I've <laughs> it, never been able to just it, say, I think, like, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think for me, like the time it actually does get to me is if it's something I can actually like relate to where mm -hmm. like throats being slit arms being chopped off i've obviously never gone through anything like that so to me it's just total separation of like reality fiction like oh yeah like i can't even relate to how that feels but then like when we watch prison break and he's like punching the wall repeatedly and his knuckles like splitting open that is like oof, like that makes me cringe because yeah. that i can actually relate to how that would feel and i'm like oh oh no like but See? yeah so here's a question you two guys have been editors we we work at a news station so you guys have to cut through a lot of footage that is not filtered mm -hmm. yep can you guys do can you guys just see it as not real with that i i yeah it doesn't do it anymore it, it, but. so actually on that it's it's kind of funny you say that actually because uh i since like i've gotten that job i've had to see like uh police body cam videos raw uncensored of like people getting shot and stuff and i've seen like surveillance video of people getting crushed by elevators and like i don't enjoy seeing it obviously but like i kind of just treat it like oh yeah it's just part of the job it doesn't you know really keep me up at night because it's just kind of part of the job but then my buddy skylar and i were coming home from vegas one night and there was this huge crash of a car that just slammed into the back of a ups semi and like the whole front of the car was just gone and that i was like okay i think i'm gonna barf Gross. so it's it's almost like when there's a screen there it kind of helps you to be able to lie to yourself and say oh just treat it kind of like a movie treat it like it's not you know real but when you actually see it there in front of your own eyes it's totally different interesting but, what about yeah. you nick i can't watch it you can't do it no i can't but knowing that it's real i just i don't, I don't blame you. i mean I, I i've only i mean now that i actually get to shoot the news like i go on video record it i've seen some stuff already that i'm just like not into like, it yeah, i'm good yeah all, all i have to do is just like set it up because there was one time i like i had to do an accident and i saw a girl's shoe and i saw her leg and everything like that uh, yeah and i was just like 
I'm deleting that footage. Like, I don't want even any chance of this getting on air. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I can go on a whole thing, but there's, I don't know. I, I, I it's just, I guess it is weird that yeah. I'm able to separate what I know is real from movies. Yeah. So, on that note, let's get back to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. What a, what, a, what, a, what a sad topic, Tommy. <laughs> yes. Thanks a lot. Speaking that's of car wrecks and stuff, drive safe during this holiday season. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. our PSA to you. Don't drive drunk. Tommy, we're going to kick you off this podcast. You're going to bring <laughs> it down so the room. Serious. <laughs> you brought us down, man. Erica, what are your favorite Christmas movies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I do love Home Alone. Cause we kind of talked about there that one. Go. But this one's not as like popular of one but it's um a 1970 version of scrooge with yeah what's great. his name what's his name albert finney yeah is it plays ebenezer scrooge and yeah it's got alec guinness as marley too like as the ghost of marley yeah me no no that's a horrible sad movie i can't watch that one tommy wants to bring down the room again <laughs> <laughs> jeez tommy <laughs> yeah no marley and me but yeah scrooge my family would watch that every year we my grandma had it on vhs and so we'd borrow it from her every year and watch it and the music in it is just awesome like yeah there's this whole entire like five minute scene where scrooge is walking around the town singing how much he hates people as he do (laughs) is that so wrong so that's like we'll walk around our house i hate people it's so funny come here you weird little man that's great it's just got some great one-liners it it still can't beat the muppets version but yeah i hate the muppets i hate the muppets i had to say that because she hates the Muppets. I hate the Muppets. Well, well the Muppets hate you. <laughs> yeah. Kermit hates well, you. Well, I, yeah, so I love Scrooge. Um, I do. I'm trying to think. We just watched Miracle on 34th Street the other day. Without me? Yeah, without you. Sorry. <laughs> you. No, that's my mom's favorite. And so we watch that one every year. And that one's just a really cute, I don't know. It kind of made me tear up a little bit. I don't know what was wrong with me, but you know, <laughs> no, I. I'll tell you what's wrong. Movies with you. get to me. You don't like the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> you really just cut Tommy deep there. Yeah, that hurts. I'm. I know. I don't know. I'm just you not on the same page. I guess. Just I never can. I'll the respect it. I'll respect it. Just not a fan. Herrick is like the Muppets aren't half bad. They're all bad. I don't like Lion King either. So that's. Wait, what? You don't like the Lion King? I don't like the Lion King. I mean, if we're talking about the, the new one, one, that's fine. <laughs> No, oh I don't like God. Lion King either. But the funny thing is, like, I like Lion King fine, but I actually never really watched it that much growing up. Like, I'm very Same. familiar with it, but I actually didn't watch it very much. See, I think that that's why I just don't love it, because growing up, my mom isn't a huge fan of it. And so when she turned on movies and stuff, she'd never turn it on because she didn't like it. So we just never would watch it. So I'm just not a huge fan. But I do love Disney movies, though. You watch any princess movie. Oh, that'll bring me back for sure. Disney Plus, man. I was so excited to see all the classics on there. Yeah, but, it's awesome. And they do have a lot of Christmas movies on there. Um, Jaren and I went and saw the new one last Christmas a couple weeks ago. Yep. And it wasn't terrible. Like, I didn't hate it. <laughs> Jaren's giving me a look. <laughs> I, I didn't love it. it <laughs> I didn't hate it, but yeah, it was it was one I will forget very easily. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty forgettable. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't the, awful what, but what's his name and i need to look up his name but uh the guy from crazy rich asians who was uh which is the, a great movie yeah i like that movie um yeah the main guy from crazy rich asians was the 
kind of the love interest in this and i thought he was easily the best part like he was the most likable character he was charming and he was like charismatic and stuff but and like everybody did a good job in it but i just and i mean it was kind of i mean it was kind of a sad movie but it had a good message to it where it was like everybody get off your phones i don't know look around you the whole kind of tagline of the movie was look up <laughs> i'm on my phone like right now. <laughs> yeah like stop looking at your phones and yeah, look up and enjoy the world up, which was kind of cute but i don't know i i love elf as well tommy I do like that one. Jaren, I always quote it, and Jaren doesn't know what I'm talking about. Henry Golding, that's his name. Oh, that's on the tip of my tongue. Was it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No. Anyways. No, yeah, Henry Golding was definitely the best part of it. He was very, like, charismatic. He did a good very, job. But... It, it, again, I didn't hate it. I wasn't sorry we went and saw it. It's just one of those where it's not really going to stick with me very long. Yeah. Right, yeah. And it's definitely not one that I'm going to, like, rush out to watch every single Christmas or anything. Like some of the ones that we've talked about. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, but, um, yeah, speaking of Home Alone, too, we were going to talk about that <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, so, so Erica and I revisited this month the first three Home Alone movies and it's funny because even my brother was like there are three i'm like dude there are five but the last two were made for tv movies and we don't need to ever bother. i've only seen the fourth one like once and I've, I've never I've, seen the fifth one i've never bothered to even try to watch the other two but so so we hadn't watched uh i mean we had watched the first two within recent years but we hadn't watched three in forever so we're like oh let's just watch all three and as a kid three was always one of my favorites like i or it i think probably i watched that one the most out of all three as a kid because for some reason i thought it was so funny so i hadn't seen it in over 10 years and so i'm like why don't we watch it it was so funny and that was always my sister's favorite as a kid too because it was the only one that uh my grandma owned so when we'd go to visit her that was what we were able to watch but so yeah we revisited them and it was that experience was uh fun to be like the first one yeah that holds up actually better than childhood it just gets better every year that's a classic and then two you're like oh it's not like amazing but it's really fun and then three we're like oh why did we do this to ourselves <laughs> right we could hardly get through it it was pretty bad uh, it was i mean it's a fun bad. movie and it, it's just ridiculous scarlett johansson's great. like 13 in it scarlett's in it yeah she plays the kid's older sister and she's like you've stained the family name <laughs> how could it be a bad movie then <laughs> how could it be a bad movie Scar scarlett johansson's only 35 years old yeah isn't that crazy she's done so much already and she's had such a freaking great career Except for that all black started with Home Alone 3. <laughs> it really did. Wasn't she in some other stuff when she was younger? Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head, but I yeah, I'm pretty sure she when was. I, was when I, I mean, it makes sense. She still looks good. But she, you know, she still looks young, I mean. Yeah, um, yeah, she does. She looks good. Um, but she she's only 35, and that blew my mind. I mean, she's done how many, every single yeah, uh, she's in everything. Marvel movie. And she's in that newest one that you were talking to me about. With, Marriage Story. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really want to see that. I've heard it's, that's good. It's good. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's oh. One of you don't even have to yeah. see it in theaters. I was I was That's shocked. how that works. <laughs> no, shocked. That is this how is on my TV works. at home. Where am I supposed <laughs> to get popcorn then? Uh, yeah, that one looks really good. I mean, Dry Adam Driver. It's the same thing with Daniel Craig and Chris Evans. Dan see him as someone other than Kylo Ren. Exactly. Like Did you see the um, the Dead Don't Die? No. With him and Bill Murray. Did you ever see that one? It's like a zombie movie. I'm a big fan of Bill, Mur Bill yeah. Murray. Yeah. Well, Adam Driver and Bill Murray, Murray. They, stole, they were the mains, and they stole the show, and they were great. But um, 
Yeah, just weird seeing him in any other role. Same thing with uh, Black Klansman. Yeah. I've, I've heard that one was really good, too. Yeah, that was I killer. I haven't seen it. There are a lot of movies I've not gotten to this year that... It's just weird when, you know, no, I've never seen Daniel Craig in a movie before James Bond, and then you just associate that name with James Bond. Kyle, yep. You know, I mean, I know that Adam Driver was in other movies. Yeah. Um, but I just associate him with Kylo Ren. Right, Apparently yeah. he was in a movie called Girls or something. I think yeah, it was just a TV Girls show or something. Or something. I think it's a yeah. TV show. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know what it was. I just heard of it. Speaking but. of Daniel Craig, so should we talk about Knives Out? Should we talk about Knives Out? Yeah. Because we just went and saw it. Speaking yeah, of actually, kind of Daniel Craig and... Nice segue. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> we, we were go. kind of talking about it earlier. This how... guy's pretty cool. <laughs> He's so humble, too. Yeah, by the way, Eric and, Eric and I have to sh- share the microphone so we keep passing it. <laughs> That's why you can't oh, really gosh. hear... Hopefully this makes you sick. It's making me <laughs> sick. While, while you're driving. I just have to look at it and I get sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the same room as him. But, but, yeah, because so. what we were talking about with Knives Out is like like Nick was saying, we haven't ever seen Daniel Craig's any other role besides James Bond. So yeah. it almost threw us off to see him right. in this different role with like a southern draw. And it was it was kind of jaren's really good at a southern draw no, i was while we were in the movie i was making fun of the part on the office where andy bernard's like you want to spill sound like you have molasses spilling out of your mouth like, <laughs> i kind of thought it worked though no i like Daniel. He, he really pulled it off like I, I i did not see him as bond the whole movie no. honestly he really he really did a great job yeah no uh, i actually we were talking about this earlier and i was like the very first scene where he like started to speak I was like, oh man, I don't know if this accent's gonna work for me. And within like seconds, I was like, okay, yeah. no, I've got, I've got it. He's just so handsome. And those blue eyes. Oh, man. those baby uh, blue eyes. <laughs> I, I just want to do cannonballs into him. Daniel Craig could get it. Yeah. <laughs> get Tommy if you wanted. <laughs> yep. He could turn Tommy if available. Yeah, the casting on that show. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy, phenomenal. Yeah, we're pretty fresh coming out of that, and yeah, just uh, fresh cast. Everyone did a really good job. Uh, Chris Evans, I thought again, like not to say that nobody else did a good job. But I just thought he, for me, he was the most, the one I walk away the most saying he just stole the show for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just, and with you talking about uh, like Daniel Craig and Bond, it actually, uh, it was funny because like this is like the first time I've seen him since Captain America, and it's just so weird to see him so different. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. To see him not like this straight, serious, like leading guy to have him just be like this rich snobby like when the dogs are jumping around him he's like oh get off me like which i'm sure that was so difficult for him to do because if you know anything about chris evans he loves dogs and no watch your language yeah Yeah, he he said some stuff actually yeah by the time endgame hit he's like oh no this is serious (laughs) who cares about language anymore i I watched scott pilgrim recently and even seen it with scott pilgrim was just like this is weird it's called grind yeah. <laughs> i just went right from the on that rail peggy you know just <laughs> you, scott pilgrim. <laughs> yeah he's great in that but anyway yeah knives out i thought it was phenomenal what'd you think tommy's I, I liked it i liked it i'm not used to the murder mystery i didn't read those books growing up but it was really cool the really interesting so Can that's he... another cherry he had popped <laughs> yeah <laughs> tommy we're gonna Gross. we're gonna have a lot of firsts around here <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do not feel comfortable. So you, so <laughs> you guys are introducing to me. To That's why we let Erica hang out with us today. Yeah, because <laughs> it's have two boys. Since She's a you moderator. didn't watch a lot of Christmas movies growing up, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of firsts for that to you too. Yeah, Tommy's he, he's he you know squeals pretty good and knives out. Are we gonna get into spoiler? 
Sure. Well, I guess it's not a spoiler because you know. I mean, it's right. a whodunit. Yeah, Somebody people, dies. People yeah. die. Um, so, but the, the, you know, the main guy gets he gets his throat slit. So yeah, Tommy doesn't like that. It's disgusting. Yeah. The murder that fan. takes place, he gets killed by throat being slit, and yeah, Tommy was squirming in his chair. There, just yeah. Oh. I feel bad for Tommy. I'm sorry, buddy. You know what? It just means fight or fight, flight. Hmm. I'll be prepared. I don't know which one I'll choose, but. You know, you guys are going to see someone die, and you guys aren't going to think anything of it. I'm going to think something of it. Oh, I'm flight. I'll I go ready. to those stupid haunted houses. I hear the chainsaw yeah. behind me. Oh, Jaren's left in the dust. I'm, like, out the door, like, running yeah. for my life. I usually offer up my date. That's why I don't <laughs> go anymore. I don't <laughs> That's mean why to. I'm single. I sacrifice yeah. my date. That's why we never see Tommy with girls. He's always just, yep. like, they're all just giving away. <laughs> he just gives them away his yep. place at haunted houses. Here, take them. Yep. Oh. Tommy, you disgust me. <laughs> I know I'm a bad, bad person. You're sitting here judging us on your high yep. horse. And you... So, yep. Tommy, with with loving animation, what did what? I mean, was there anything that you kind of drew in of your interest in animation to Knives Out or anything like that, or just like? Oh, that's an interesting question. You know what? It's not so similar to it, but one thing I've always loved about animation is like, sure, like people write movies for a long amount, years and years and years, you know, but like. When animation comes, since every single detail of the movie is created like by someone, it's not like you can just go buy a prop somewhere. Yeah. Every little detail and every movement every character made is done by someone and is spent time. Like, I guess, I, am I phrasing this right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm picking it up. Like, it takes forever for oh, those dude, movies the, to be made. The, 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 the uh, you know, the Snow White movie, the first full-length feature that was animated with uh, by Walt Disney and stuff that took seven years to make in total yeah like it oh took i had no idea right yeah. yeah those leica films they take around five six years too is that right and like they literally are moving every little detail every little finger movement hmm. takes 15 yep. shots it's know? interesting you said i just saw there's a subreddit called movie details that i love and you know people yeah. just people point out you know stupid stuff all the time but there's a cool one they pointed out or i think it was a tweet they they posted of you know to like some of the characters had wore glasses on set had, had vision glasses and they uh had this cutout of that looked like a pane of glass that would mm -hmm. reflect into their glasses so you couldn't see the mo like the camera interesting yeah you couldn't see the reflection of the camera you just look like another you know window pane wow well anyways what i was saying is just since those animation movies take so much time they have to write it perfectly like they have to have every detail sorted out and I kind of felt like a Knives Out, that's how it was, too. Granted, it's a murder mystery, so I right. think that's how they all are. Right, right, right. But well, it was cool how are, many yeah. times it connected and how everything yeah. had a reason. There was no scene I felt like was just unnecessary. Yeah, I think they try to tie you into being you yeah, know, the, the detective. In. You know, They yeah, want you to right. figure out the clues on your I own. I love that. It was so cool. You're trying to put yourself in the shoes of the detective trying to figure it out, yeah. How things click together, it was yeah. awesome. Or in Daniel Craig's words from the movie, there's no hole in the donut. Because <laughs> <laughs> he kept, kept kind of comparing the whole murder mystery to, okay, we have a donut and we have to fill the hole in the middle of the donut. But when we think we filled the hole, it's just really a smaller donut with a hole in it again. And so that's kind of... That was a fun analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're trying to fill the hole of the donut right, with all yeah. the details. There's You can't really have... I mean, it's so easy to do in murder mysteries, but you can't really have... A plot hole or people are going to obviously see it 
I yeah, wonder. I feel like because any movie, any movie is going to get picked apart for having plot holes or having like inconsistencies. Right. But I feel like, especially in a whodunit mystery, you're almost even held to a higher standard where people are going to be like, okay, well, if you didn't think that through, then you're like, what was the point? You know, <laughs> like they almost expect like a higher uh, standard of really filling in all the gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I thought they did a really good job with making sure you never felt lost. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, it was never, like, too much where it's like, okay, well, you lost me. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Like, you know, I don't feel like anything we really just came, like, came out of the blue either. Where it's like, oh, this person you haven't seen since the beginning and had nothing to do with the whole story. Oh, it was them all along, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty tight cast. Yeah, yeah. Only had to, you know, how, how many characters do you think were in there, 20? Yeah, like 20. Like, and all, all right. like, big name actors and actresses like Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, like. The lady that played the grandma. Best role in the whole movie. Yeah, it's not even quite Oscar nomination right there. Supporting. Oscar. Leading actress. Yeah. No, I thought it was great though. I thought uh the writing was really solid. I thought it was really well thought out and uh No, I think I feel like this is kind of a and I I you know, this might be a controversial topic, but I feel like uh it could be kind of a defense for Ryan Johnson because so many people want to hate him for how they felt about The Last Jedi, how, like, the direction he took it. I feel like kind of people use that hatred and say, oh, well, he's just not a good filmmaker. He's just He just doesn't understand, like, movie making. And I think this movie is kind of a defense for him to be like, no, he clearly can tell a good, compelling story. Mm-hmm. He clearly has an attention to detail. He has a vision for telling a story. Like mm-hmm. just, And I can understand if you didn't like his take on Star Wars, but to just say the guy can't make films is like no this movie is proof he knows very much what he's doing right. when it's something he's you know passionate about yeah i think that makes sense because you know if you if you think like everyone says the last jedi had so much stuff in it it just like it was just so jam-packed with yeah useless everything kind of a throwaway of a, of a star wars movie it's just like we didn't accomplish much with this movie yeah but it had so much detail where you know he didn't want to leave any loose ends yeah and he, he also wanted to explain some stuff that we were thinking of the whole star wars right, in, right universe right. anyway so i think yeah. maybe that maybe that's just how he tried attacking that was... right and no, i even just so i hadn't seen the movie since the theater so i had seen it a couple times at the time of its release in the theater and since then so it's been pretty much two years now hmm. i hadn't watched it since then and since then i had kind of let so much of the negativity build up like with the backlash of fans where i was kind of just like oh yeah they're right they're right and the other night i was like well you know what rise of skywalker's coming out soon you know what i'm just gonna refresh and watch it again and this time i was determined like no you know what just look for the positive like don't try to feed into like all the hatred like all the negative stuff. like just try to focus on the good and when i did that i actually enjoyed it a lot more Mm -hmm. that way like just watching for the good stuff i actually was able to find things i'm like no that was actually really good such good action in it like that was good you know so I don't, I don't think that movie is worth the hate. And I think mm. this movie is kind of proof where if people want to just look at The Last Jedi and say, oh, I didn't like that, so clearly this is, this guy sucks. It's like, I think this movie is kind of proof to be like, no, he, he does know what he's doing. Just right. maybe you didn't care for his take on Star Wars, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, and I didn't love everything in that movie, of course. Like, But this is proof. Like, Are you he, saying you don't like the Canto bite scene? No, not at all. I mean, it was great. <laughs> that was cinematic gold. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't even remember. Yeah. That's how memorable it's it was. It's the casino planet. But, um... Oh. No, so I think this movie's kind of a defense to be like, hey, kind of lay off the guy. He's a talented filmmaker. Just just because you didn't agree with his take on something doesn't mean he doesn't know how to make yeah. a film, you know? If they... If that... If, I mean, if, if episode eight... Because we wanted to know so much after episode seven. 
but it felt like episode eight. You know, it didn't even glance. You know, didn't like, really answer a lot of them. <laughs> and then they answer everything, so now they have to shove it all in nine, yeah. which is fine. I mean, it's gonna yeah. make it for a good movie, but you know, eight, even though it still had some, you know, I. It's so bad for me to not like a Star Wars. You know, I, I can't. I can't not like a Star Wars movie. It, it's hard to bring myself to like truly like hate anything from Star Wars. I mean, like everyone kind of. I mean, now it's kind of cool to defend the prequels, but for a while it was actually the cool thing to like bash them. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, yeah, but Phantom Menace is so nostalgic for me. It's hard for me to hate it because like mm-hmm. I remember when that movie came out and I was five. It blew my mind, and so for that, like it was so hard for me to ever bring myself to be like, oh, it's terrible, you know, because I had such good memories with it as a kid, you know. So it's it's true. For me, it's hard to hate anything Star Wars. But. And going back to The Last Jedi, with that whole casino planet, like, because we were saying just how useless that whole plot point was, but um, I was talking to my dad about it, and he, because he loves Star Wars too, and he brought up a good point that that whole casino scene was almost like bringing back the classic Star Wars, like going back to where they, like, where they meet Han Solo and, like... I can't think of the right word. It was right kind of word. like the new version of the cantina. Exactly. Scene. So it was kind of that whole cantina where all the different, like, creatures creatures from, and species yeah. and, like, bounty hunters and everything are all kind of coming together. And that really, I feel like that was the only part of the movie that really had that kind of classic feel to it. I mean, that definitely was one of my least favorite scenes in the movie, that whole plot point. But... I think that that was one positive that did come out of it is that it did give us that classic Star Wars feel with a lot of different with like a kind of a look into all the different creatures and I don't know things like that. Well, and also just rewatching it, I think the point he was trying to like overall the point of that scene also was to kind of set up the end of the movie because at the end of it because it it's no secret like Ryan Johnson's actually been like scheduled to have a trilogy of his own like even of back star wars movies yeah yeah of star wars okay. movies like it was even teased back before last jedi was even released like just when uh disney saw the final product of the movie they wanted to give him his own trilogy that he'd been asking for and so i think the end of the movie where it goes back to that planet with the kid like you know reaching for the broom with the force i think that was kind of the whole point it was to show like hey there's kind of going to be more to this later like with these kids who are force sensitive like you're not, you haven't seen the last of them. I think that was a lot of why they went down to that planet too. Like why story wise, he felt the need to go down there is to set up future events. But I think we can talk about Star Wars. I think we should. Get, we'll have like a couple podcasts where we just we can just hash it out every single episode. Yeah. I think Jaron has that plan, right? For, huh? You have that plan where we're gonna have yeah. a couple episodes where we just talk Star Wars. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. rewatching them right now, yeah. so I got I got to speed up. Point is, movies. Ryan Johnson makes good movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, and yeah. and Knives Out is just you know. That, yeah, that's what it. That's and that was why I kind of tagged it back to Star Wars is because that because I can understand people not liking The Lost Jedi like that's fine you're allowed to not like it and again there are definitely things in it I don't like but I think it's just kind of childish for people to say like oh I didn't like this movie so clearly this guy just sucks it's mm-hmm. like okay maybe he made some decisions you don't like but to just say he doesn't know how to make a movie like right it's like he's not incompetent he just made some choices you didn't like and I feel like people kind of do that with actors as well. Yeah. Like if they're in one movie that they don't like, like say for instance Robert Pattinson that was in obviously he's in Twilight. Never... <laughs> <laughs> Team so Jacob. I yeah. mean, a lot of people 
just bash him and they say that he's a bad actor just because of that. No, he's not. But like, he's really not a bad actor. Like in Harry Potter, he was great. In the movie Water for, Water Elephants, for Elephants, he was and great. I've, we've been meaning to go see The Lighthouse, but we can't find any theaters that are showing it. But I've heard he does amazing. Yeah, it. and like when he like, was um it was announced that he was going to be cast as batman everybody kind of freaked out about it and i was okay with it I'm i mean still okay with i it. mean i don't know if i see him as batman but i mean i'm willing to give him a shot i think he can actually do it i think i think again just like talking about the other movies like and i don't know what movie it's from but uh somebody actually on instagram made a post of one of the scenes of his movies where he's like freaking out at somebody and he does a really convincing job of just conveying that like pissed off and i was like hey the dude clearly can act well like, yeah he can act it's like and i feel like sometimes actors get bashed for bad performances just because of what they're given to work with and i mean if you don't like one movie that someone's in that doesn't mean that they're a bad actor which i feel like can happen a lot and same like with ryan johnson just because if you didn't like the last jedi just because you directed one movie that you don't like doesn't mean that he's a bad director. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's not capable of making a good movie. It just means he did one you didn't like. Because, I mean, know? sometimes there are bad directors. There are bad actors. <laughs> if any of you have seen The Room, it's just a really... <laughs> what a story, <laughs> It's so bad the, that it's great. The Room so... is gold, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot, what was I going to talk about? I was, talk was going to say something about, like, where people kind of associate with like one bad thing and say like oh well it's all bad then uh shoot i don't remember anyway tommy what do you think on a different note mm -hmm. i know this is a little off topic what okay. do you guys think about how this movie didn't have any messages like did you guys leave this movie thinking like kindness is what the right thing to do or kind of you know, because daniel there, Craig, there was like, a message you guys not, felt not not a huge one, but with you saying kindness, it was kind of what Daniel Craig was getting out with her character was like, oh yeah, you're, I guess a, so. you're a good person, you're a kind-hearted person, and that's why like I wanted to help you, like that's why I wasn't willing to just immediately jump on your case and, you know, like even though I knew you were kind of involved, right. somehow I wanted to help you out because I, I could tell you were a good person. I was also happy to see that the asshole family <laughs> yeah. that you know had everything that they yeah. wanted their whole lives, all this money that was going to come their way, yeah, didn't get it all, oh, and yeah. I went to the immigrant girl who they were kind of making fun yeah, of and they were who they were trying to blackmail because her mom was illegal yeah um you know kind of touched on their socially so yeah, i mean yeah. i don't know if that was that was a you know a message i mean a big message a big message by any means but just like i kind of like that, suck though. it you know <laughs> i, I, I kind of like that this was just a movie we could sit down for two hours or whatever length it was and just, just enjoy it time. like yeah there was no opinions political beliefs or anything that yeah. really were dumped on us it was just kind of a movie you could enjoy yeah i, feel like I mean it had, I it had characters like that. that had stuff like that yeah. in their arcs but it was but like it wasn't like the point of the movie no yeah, and yeah, i mean yeah. it just helped you understand like who that character was and it wasn't like force feeding you like mm -hmm. hey here's yeah. this political agenda we're you know mm -hmm. like shoving in your face you have to agree with this or you have to yeah it didn't feel like it was trying to make a statement. It just I kept thinking that one of because they kept each person kept saying she was from a different country. So I'm like, how are they gonna like why why do they keep did you notice that? Each of yeah. them said that she was from a different country. She's I'm like Brazilian, yeah. And yeah. Puerto Rican and Yeah, and I'm yeah. I am i am like why it, like if she ended up being the bat like the one that killed right. him is it just because she lied to all of them? I'm like, Oh, I'm from this country and stuff like that. So like if it came back to her, I don't know. 
right. So I don't know. Understood why? It's just like it just shows their ignorance towards yeah. her. Still, they never really right. gave her. That know, it was just they said of, they loved her and everything. Like but that. it just shows that it was kind of irrelevant to them. Just like yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, like, but she's from wherever. She's just kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. cool. It's super cool. And um, another thing that I thought worked well with the movie is. Like, surprisingly, it didn't have a lot of action in it for being, like, a whodunit movie. I feel like, I mean, it had kind of, like, a little bit of a car chase at one point. But for the first, like, hour of the movie, it was literally the family switching back and forth, getting interviewed. And kind of showing a little bit of flashbacks to what happened. But for the most part, it was just them talking about it. And I was hooked from the beginning. Yeah, yeah it was like, like, there was never one part, even though it was just them sitting there talking about what happened. Right. I truly was hooked the whole time. Like there yeah. was not one scene of the movie where I was like, okay, this is getting boring, slow or boring. Like I thought that it was, even though, I don't know, it wasn't like a fast paced movie because it was just them talking yeah. and figuring things out. It was a slow but, build, but it worked. But it, I don't know, like it, it, yeah, it definitely worked really well. They did a really, really good job with it, not having a ton of action. Well, and I think you have to kind of chalk that up to again, talking about Ryan Johnson again when people want to say because they didn't like the last jedi oh he can't write worth crap it's like okay now this movie's proof he he knows how to write he wrote witty snappy dialogue that kept you hooked even when like you said maybe it's not action-packed maybe it's not like crazy exciting events happening but just because the dialogue was clever well written and well performed it kept you engaged even when not much was going on like yeah very well paced yeah when you guys break it down like that that nothing really happened it's interesting how much you really are hooked into it yeah like yeah. really what actually happens in the movie yeah. interviews and then a little investigation and then the big finale <laughs> it's like seinfeld it's a show about nothing yeah it's funny, it awesome. funny watching you know because there there was that little bit of i mean you guys probably felt it too the adrenaline when he was walking through her footsteps when they were trying to re, you know re-step she parked her car went through the back gate walked yeah. through the mud climbed up the thing it's like man it's so you know you feel this adrenaline but you're like but they, there's no way they could tie it back to her because she didn't do anything wrong right you know right. it's just like was adrenaline with relief kind of thing and yeah. even when he found that piece <clears throat> that she broke off still like nah, just gonna you know yeah it's cool how's this gonna turn <laughs> you know? yeah yeah it's funny that the 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 villain at the end was the guy you the one guy we trusted two-thirds of the movie no yeah. kidding one guy we thought had nothing to do with it yeah You're like oh he's even kind of helping her out and uh, yeah. nope. so i should have seen it coming good acting should have oh, yeah. seen it coming oh, yeah. he, chris evans had some of the best lines and it was kind of sad because i really liked him like i was thinking oh man like he's helping her out like this is so great like everyone in the family hates him so bad but maybe he's not such a bad guy like i i don't know i i maybe it's just because it was chris evans but i mean i really liked his character and yeah, yeah it they did a really good job with throwing us off because you could have seen it being anybody else in the whole family like he was kind of the one that you least expect it to be but it's yeah it was kind of interesting yeah it was really good acting that yeah how he played it off i'm still so glad that none of them got the money yeah I'm kidding. <laughs> they're all a-holes yeah. But if that happened to you me, I would. I can't imagine. If you got that cash, well, if that was inherited. if I was a member of that family, oh. and they just gave it away to some, <laughs> some waitress, I, some maid, I take a, out. I'd take a step back. It's like because they all saw it coming. 
because yeah. you know that you know part of that night before the dad died he you know he's writing them all off of stuff so yeah right yeah that's, that's true. true so it's kind of like true. foreshadowed so it's like they couldn't say that they were like totally shocked by it i mean they were upset about it but they can't say that they're like why you mm-hmm. know yeah like yeah i thought that was clever very cool very cool 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 it was a good movie yep it was a good movie not too shabby yep and we're going to see uh jumanji uh shoot was it called next level mm-hmm. tonight so yeah jumanji 2 we'll just leave it as <laughs> that technically jumanji 3 think... oh that could be the name what of the podcast it? huh Jumanji 2 3 no 3 Batman Forever (laughs) yeah I think Batman Forever the official podcast the first Jumanji was the Robin Williams one oh that's true this last one that came out was actually the sequel so this is technically the third Jumanji movie let that account Tommy (laughs) hey you know what two I want to hear it Ah, ah. okay I live in a Gen Z world my phone can do that (laughs) my phone has a calculator I don't need to learn how to use learn how to count it's true just have my phone do it (laughs) That's how I live life. Why have a good memory if Google does it for me? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll go see Jumanji later tonight, which I'm actually excited for because the last one that came out, when I saw the trailers, I was like, that looks really stupid. And then I saw the movie, and it was one of the biggest surprises that whole year. Actually, like we we saw it while we were in California, and I wasn't really anticipating it, but I was like, oh, it'll probably just be a fun waste of time, you know, and ended up yeah. laughing a ton mm-hmm. and came out of like going like okay that was way better than it had any right to be and so now with this one i'm like okay well the last one surprised me so this one probably could too and the things i've been hearing about it is it's pretty dang funny too so now i'm excited to go you know have a good laugh see kevin hart Dwayne, the rock johnson give mm-hmm. us good laughs and jack yeah. black obviously Totes. it's it's nice because it's like a comedy but it's actually got an interesting story behind it this and idea it, that they're sucked in a video game yeah plus yeah. it's like real life animation tommy <laughs> <laughs> everything exactly you want. nick that's called cgi is that an acronym yes. bobani <laughs> <laughs> business i like it <laughs> should we uh wrap it up well let's wrap this thing up so yep i'm going to see jumanji next level later tonight uh see what we think about it um, yeah, overall, we saw Knives Out, enjoyed it very much, uh, highly recommend it, good holiday family movie, yeah. And watch some Christmas movies this month. Merry Christmas. Specifically I don't, SpongeBob. I, I was going to say, I don't know about SpongeBob, but, well, you Tommy know. Disagrees. Especially <laughs> SpongeBob. I would say we our next is probably going to be Christmas Vacation, oh, so yeah. oh, that's yeah. that's always a classic, so, I yeah. won't make you watch Die Hard with me again, but yes, Christmas Vacation, definitely. Well, I'll have to sit down and watch SpongeBob with Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, too. I'll bring the fruit snacks. Because clearly yeah. he thought we all hated SpongeBob. <laughs> if I don't have a Capri Sun in one hand, cheese it's in the other. <laughs> what, are you going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not coming back. For I don't like you guys hating on SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't like you guys. I'll see you later tonight at Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we better get going. All right. All right. Peace out. Toodaloo. I'm G-U-I.